Welcome to the Storypreneur Podcast, where the art of storytelling meets the world of business and entrepreneurship. On this show, we share tips and strategies on how you can communicate your message and offer in a way that not only attracts more leads, but also helps you speak with confidence and close more sales. Whether you're a business owner, coach, speaker, or just someone looking to up their persuasion game, this podcast is for you. Join us as we explore the power of storytelling and how it can help you stand out in today's crowded market, build better connections with your customers, and take your business to the next level. Now, let's welcome your host, Devin Rodriguez. I want to spend some time today talking to you about how I ended up here. Now, when I say ended up here, what exactly do I mean? Well, how I ended up doing what I do. Now, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Devin Rodriguez, and, well, I wear a couple of different hats, one of which is an active-duty Army officer. I'm a platoon leader, right, in the infantry. That's one hat that I wear. But another hat that I wear is that I teach people how to share their message, communicate their offer in a way that attracts people to them, attracts leads to them, and in a way that closes sales, right? And I also show people how to communicate with confidence, Now, how did this happen? Because if I'm being honest with you, this was not supposed to happen. (laughs) This was not my intent. But it's crazy how sometimes God places you in situations and places people in your life and he, he watches and he listens to see if you're going to accept the calling that is upon you. And I want to share with you how this came to be. With the hopes, not that you get to know me a little bit better, which I hope you do, but with the hopes that maybe that it will inspire you to look at some things a little differently in your life. So without further ado, let me get this started. This journey of mine really started when I was about 14 years old, 15 years old, I'd say, of personal development. My dad asked me a fundamental question that changed my life forever. He said, son, what makes you different from anybody else in this world? I was playing Call of Duty. He called me out to ask me that question. I said, Dad, I don't know, and I don't give a crap. And he said, son, answer my question. I said, Dad, listen, I don't know. The the people in school who just do really well and they get all the great grades, I, I don't know how they do it. They don't even have to study. They're just naturally smart. And he said, son, never forget what I'm about to tell you. The people in this world that are doing exceptional things put on their pants one leg at a time, just like you do. The people in this world that are doing exceptional things put on their shirt one arm at a time, just like you do. So what makes you different? I said, Dad, listen, I really don't give a crap. Can I just go back to my room? I just want to play some Call of Duty. I don't know, Dad. I'm average and everybody else just gets it. They're gifted and I'm not, just like everybody else. There's the 1% that get it and then there's the rest of us that don't. And they said, okay, son, you can go now. But have you ever had that time in your life where you didn't quite understand the significance of something, but then it wouldn't leave you? Like for some reason, you just couldn't shake it. You heard that voice in your head. Well, I heard that voice and the next morning I woke up and I said, you know what? I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna see if my dad's right. I was a sophomore in high school at the time. And I said, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put my best foot forward in school and I'm gonna see if I can do this. Well, I was ranked number 60th in my class at the time. Within four months' time, I went from 60 to number five. And some of you business owners are listening to me right now like, why is he telling me about school? 
because that was the moment that I realized that I was only limited by the image that I had of myself. And once I expanded the image that I had of myself, how did I do that, by the way? By asking myself better questions, such as, what if my dad's right? What if I can do this instead of why can't I? Um, what if I can't do that? What happens if I fail? What happens if I succeed? So better questions led to better actions and better actions led to better results. So from that point forward, I said, you know what? It's time for me to take my life seriously. And I began entrenching myself on the Q53 going down Cross Bay Boulevard to the Q54 going down Metropolitan Boulevard in Queens, New York to my high school. I would listen to just nothing but motivational videos. My family thought I was crazy. My friends thought I was crazy. They didn't understand it. See, here's the thing. Sometimes on your journey as a business owner, entrepreneur, people aren't going to understand you, but they're not supposed to understand you because they don't have the same dreams as you do. And after a while, I started to notice myself begin to change. I started acting a little bit more happy. I started treating people differently. I started to become a person of influence. I started to get bigger results. I started to do better in school. I started to get on the basketball team. I started to do all these crazy things, and I loved it. And there was one person in particular that I really loved listening to, and that was a gentleman by the name of Les Brown. It was something about his stories. It was something about his magnetic voice. It was just something that I felt so understood and connected whenever I heard him speak. And my parents used to ask me, son, what do you want to do when you get older? I said, I want to be like him. They said, like who? I said, dad, mom, I want to be like him. Like who? I want to be like Les Brown. And they said, okay, son, uh, go to school and, and get good grades. Went off to college, got really good grades, did really awesome things. And then I commissioned as an officer in the army. About six months into me being in the army, I went to what we call army ranger school, which is the hardest quote unquote leadership school in the United States military. It was a 62 day long course, man. I was so pumped up to go. You have no idea how ready and prepared I was. I went on social media. I told everybody I'll be back in 62 days. I can't wait to go and crush it. Day one, I showed up crushed the physical fitness test. After the physical fitness test, we ran down to what we call Victory Pond. Victory Pond is, well, what it sounds like, a pond where we would conduct a swim test. Now, here's the thing. I had passed the swim test so many times in college, but I had never passed it in 28-degree weather, and I hadn't prepared for the swim. Well, long story short, I failed. And if I'm being honest with you, I, I quit. I allowed my emotions, me panicking in the water, me franticking because of my lack of preparation. I allowed that con to control me and I quit. And I failed. But there was something crazy that happened to me. I had this voice in my head that said, Devin, although you're failing at this, it's for a reason. That for God to enable you to fail something as simple as a swim test that you've passed so many times, there has to be something greater that's on the way. Have you ever had that inkling where something happened in your life that didn't seem right, but you had a sense of peace? It's, it's crazy. And I had that peace. And I knew that something big was coming. And I took it a step further. See, sometimes God is waiting for us to publicly declare the things that's on our heart so that he can give them to us. I went on social media and, and I posted a 
a story on Instagram and I said, I just received the best news of my life. I had people texting me, calling me, what's the news? What's the news? What? I didn't answer anybody. Not because I don't, I'm a very nice guy. (laughs) The crazy part was I didn't have any news. (laughs) I just knew something was coming and I knew that I had to publicly declare it. It's crazy. They say God, uh, convenience is God's way of staying anonymous. Two weeks later, I get on the app, the social audio app, Clubhouse. One of my friends named Leslie invited me onto it, and I said, wow, this is awesome. All these people talking about personal development, all the stuff I love. And about a week in, I go into Clubhouse, and guess who I see hosting a room? None other than my childhood hero, my teenage hero, Les Brown. And I, I see him and I'm, oh my goodness, Les Brown. He's talking about all of these different things. Then he starts talking about a coaching program that he's starting called Hungry to Speak. And he's going to coach you and he's going to teach you and he's going to do all these things. He might even write the forward to your book. He's going to teach you how to share your story. He's going to teach you how to get on stage. Just, oh my God. I was so pumped up. I was in a fangirl moment. Yes, I was. And I'm not afraid to admit it, damn it. And I was so excited to join this program. And then he got to the price. And he said, I'm going to do all that stuff for you for just $297 per month. (gasps) Oh, no, I can't. And these negative thoughts went through my mind. If I can't do that, I just bought a house. I just bought a car. I just came into the army about eight months ago. I, I, I can't do this. I can't do it. You ever really wanted to do something so badly but felt like you didn't have the money? Like you knew you had the money if you really stretched yourself, but you didn't want to stretch yourself? Well, that's how I was. So I called up my dad. I said, Dad, listen, there's this great opportunity to be coached by Les Brown. He said, do it. So once in a lifetime, I said, Dad, there's a problem. He said, what is it, son? He said, uh, I said, I, I don't have the money. He said, you want me to lend it to you? I said, no. And he taught me a very valuable lesson. He said, well, figure it out. And I took out a credit card and I still do this to this day whenever I'm faced with an opportunity to invest in myself and I'm scared. I held it in front of me and I asked myself this question. I said, are my goals and my dreams worth it? And the answer was yes. And that one decision changed my life forever. You ever been in that moment Or maybe you're at that place right now where you know that you're just one decision away from changing your life forever. That was the moment for me. I invested. Two weeks go by, I'm in the program. I get an email. It says, sign up here for a one-on-one onboarding call with somebody on the team. We want to get you set up for success. Great. I say, okay, awesome. They'll show me around the online portal. They'll show me all of these things. Phenomenal. I sign up. But a week goes by. Now I'm finally there for my appointment for the onboarding call. I sign on. I go on Zoom. And my mind is blown. <laughs> because the person on the other side wasn't an employee. It was um, Les, Les Brown. And it was just me and Les Brown. And I almost fainted. I damn near almost passed out. And before he said hi, he didn't say anything. He said, son, what do you want to do with your voice? At the time, I wanted to be this big motivational speaker. So I said, sir, I'm going to be the greatest speaker in the world. Time out. 
See, guys, sometimes in order for others to believe in you, you're first going to have to express the belief you have in yourself. And once I said that to him, he said, well, son, let's get to work. That relationship blossomed, blossomed into something very special in my life. That coaching program changed me. I began sharing my stories on Clubhouse, on different social medias, and one day something happens. See, sometimes God's going to whisper to you through other people to see if you receive a message. I got a message on Clubhouse one day from a woman named Heidi. She said, Devin, um, you ever thought about teaching anybody this? I said, teaching, teaching what? She said, well, um, have you ever thought about teaching people how to tell stories? I said, Heidi, get the hell out of here. At the time, I was a life coach. I said, Heidi, I'm a life coach. If you know anything about a life coach, they are very proud to be life coaches. So if you suggest anything different, it's like hell to the no. I said, Heidi, I'm a life coach for God's sake. And she said, Devin, listen, I, I understand, but I think you'd be really good at it. I said, Heidi, thank you, but no thank you. Well, I got off Clubhouse that day. I went to go check my Chase banking account. I had negative $7 in my account. And I said, wait a second. Maybe Heidi's onto something. <laughs> I was so broke. Yeah, I was a life coach, but I was a damn broke one. And a thought went through my head of, you know, what if she's, what if she is right? What if I can do this? So I went back to her and I said, Heidi, listen, I didn't tell her the reason why I went back to her. But I said, Heidi, listen, do you really think I can do this? And she said, Devin, yes, I do. I think you have a gift and I think you can really, really help people. I said, okay, let me, let me try this out. So I went and started hosting rooms on Clubhouse about storytelling and speaking. And I went ahead and I put together this program of sorts. It was a monthly membership, $119 a month and four people, four people, some of which I still work to over 18 months later at this time of recording. They still work with me. And they trusted me. I didn't have no framework, no systems, nothing, just an idea. But the results were incredible. People that had no business but wanted to be a coach learned how to communicate their value, learned how to share a story of why they do what they do, how they came to do what they do. People going from $0 to 5000 a month. People going from having zero confidence classifying themselves as a selective mute, literally not speaking in public to speaking in front of audiences of 60,000 people. And I said, wow, we're on to something. But it wasn't until one experience that I really understood how what I do relates and helps people sell more of what they have. I had a client of mine, she said, Devin, you'll never believe what happened. I said, what is it? She said, I was in church the other day. Church, guys. Nobody sells in church besides the pastor, right? She says, my pastor was at the table because we were having a breakfast before church. I said, okay, cool. What, what's so special about that? She said, well, I went to walk over to the table and my pastor said, oh my goodness, Vendy, you've become such an incredible speaker over these past three months. Mind you, she had been a speaker for 20 years. We have no clue what's happened to you over the past three months, but whatever it's got, whatever you got going on, it's working. And she said, oh, pastor, thank you so much. The pastor said, matter of fact, Vendi, can you go up on the stage and tell us a little bit about what you do and why you do it? Now, Vendi had an idea. She wanted to be a coach, but she had no clients. But what she had been is she was a, she's a 65-year-old woman, and she's a caregiver. 
taking care of her, her sickly husband. And what she understood was that a lot of caregivers lose themselves in the process. That as they care for other people, they don't care for themselves and they live an unbalanced life. So she wanted to be a coach to caregivers and help them practice self-care and live a balanced life. She had no program, no offer, no pricing, no structure, no course, no bo- nothing. All she had was a story that was strategic. She said, Devin, I cannot explain what happened next. I said, what was it? She said, I went up on that stage, oh, the, at the altar, <laughs> rather, and I told the story. And I got a standing ovation. Everybody in their rows. I said, wow, Vendy, that is awesome. She said, Devin, that's not the part I wanted to tell you. I said, okay, what is it? She said, I went to go walk off the stage, but something happened before I could walk off. As I was about to walk off, three women ran up to me and said, Vendy, I need to work with you. I don't care what it takes. And she was literally forced to take their money and start her coaching program. She sold in church. Who does that? But more importantly, she sold more by selling less. Mind you, she didn't have a program. She had nothing but a story and a message. And she was able to sell more by selling less. Isn't that funny? And that's when it clicked for me. Boom, I'm on to something. And then we developed the subconscious storytelling system that teaches people how to strategically and systematically use our words to speak to a person's subconscious mind to influence their decisions. Not to manipulate, take advantage of, but to help them simply make a decision that they already want to make. It's just persuasion. Helping people make a decision that will change their life forever. We never influence somebody to do something that we do not think and know will be for the betterment of them. It's not moral, it's not ethical. And I realized after Vendi shared that story that this is what business owners need. And that's why I I do what I do. It's crazy how God plants seeds in you at an early stage in your life only to come to fruition 10 plus years later or eight plus years later. So stay committed to the vision. And more importantly, master a skill. Because as a business owner, your ability to master a skill is what's gonna be your difference in the marketplace as well as your story. So if you take any, anything away from this, it's ultimately that sometimes in life, your greatest failures are going to turn into your greatest blessings. Another thing I need you to take away is that sometimes God is trying to whisper to you through other people, but sometimes you might be missing the whisper. And ultimately, don't let nobody talk you out of your dreams, because if you want to kill a big dream, all you have to do is introduce it to a small mind. Don't do it. Stay committed to the process. Stay committed to your values. So I just wanted to come on here and share why I do what I do and how this came to be. I more so shared the how it came to be rather than the why behind it. I'll save that for another video. But this wasn't supposed to happen. I guess it was, but to me, with the naked eye, it didn't seem like it was supposed to happen, but the man upstairs knew it was supposed to happen. So I appreciate you tuning in to the Storypreneur Podcast. I am so excited that uh, you're along on this journey with me as I do what I do. And you trust me just a little bit to support you as you do what you do. So I thank you so much. And we'll catch you back up on the next episode of the Storypreneur Podcast. And just remember, your ability to communicate and articulate your words is the thing that's going to set someone free from the prison that they've put themselves in.
and will enable them to expand the vision and live the life that they were called to live while you put some money in your pocket and live and live the life that you were called to live. You're just one message away. You're just one story away. And I thank you for trusting in me to guide you along that journey. Thanks for tuning in to the Storypreneur Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the tips and strategies shared today and are feeling inspired to take your storytelling to the next level. My friend, it's time to share your messages in a way that enables you to stand out from the crowd, have a massive impact, and dominate your industry. All it takes is having a story and knowing how to deliver it. Before you go, we'd really appreciate it if you share this episode with a fellow business owner who you know needs to become a storypreneur. Thanks for being part of our family, and we'll catch you next time.